0: To Mind, Mind body, body stuff. stuff with Bernice and Kaylee. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like it was on that. What's that show like? Prices Right or something like that.
1: Yeah, we've got a ways to go before we're there. Oh darn!
0: That's sad.
1: <laughs> hey, you guys, we missed you. We sorry took a week off from recording. We were in um, Mexico, Mexico at our location. It was so fun, and we were
0: so busy that we. We had big plans of recording an episode down there, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen. And you know what? We weren't really busy at all, but it was like more, you know, we would teach a class and then we'd be like, we have to go to the beach now. We have to we go were to the very beach. busy laying on laying the beach. Laying on the beach, trying to get to the ocean, then laying in the, on the, in the sun, enjoying. It well, was hard, thinking. you guys.
1: It was really hard. We
0: did not have time to record a podcast. We did not. I'm sorry. We were at the beach the entire time. If we mm-hmm. weren't dancing, we were at the beach. Uh huh. It was so fun. Thanks to all
1: of you who joined us. Hopefully, um, those of you who really want to come will join us next
0: year. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. there's enough interest, I'll book it again. Um. So yeah, think about it. Yeah. Let us know. It was. Uh, it's an ama- really an amazing place to go. It is. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So and it's just us, just us alone <laughs> in the Sonoran desert. Is by that right? The sea. Is I think it is. I think it's the Sonoran desert. Oh, yeah. look I think at you. Smarty did my little Smarty pant. about where I was <laughs> <laughs> or where I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god,
1: <laughs> you're so weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so what are we talking about today? We're talking
0: about finding our purpose. And what does that even mean? That's not finding your purpose. That's uh that's another story for another day. <laughs> that's a child's book that I'm writing, but today is finding your purpose. <laughs> finding your purpose. Okay. So how does that make you feel when you hear that phrase, finding your purpose? I kind of get stressed like I'm like, "Oh my god, what is my purpose?" I
1: think a lot of people get stressed when they hear that. Yeah. I bet this podcast episode is going to be a huge turnoff to a lot of people, actually. Why? But why would that be a turnoff? Because people, because it is a stressful thing to think
0: about. Yeah. Yeah, it is stressful. But I guess if we just approach it with baby steps, and also with the idea of like, maybe your purpose can morph over time, too. It doesn't have to, but you know how we are in our society, kind of like, well, it has to be this one thing, and that's it have you found it yet, Kaylee? Right. You know, versus being open to ourselves and kind of asking ourselves the questions of, you know, who we are and who we want to be and what do we want to add to this world? Um, And then letting ourselves sort of morph into, you know, taking direction from our own questions and not feeling trapped by maybe the first answer we get. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Would you
1: say that you know what your purpose is?
0: Um... I think sometimes I know what my purpose is. To
1: dance. I meant to
0: dance. I meant to dance. <laughs> it was written in the stars. <laughs> she shall dance. <laughs> way up, way up. I want to go way up, way up. Oh my God, I love that song. That's um, fun. Do you know what your purpose is? Um... You know, I think I might,
1: but I do kind of like what you said i don't I don't necessarily know if my purpose will change, but I think the way that it manifests in my life will continue to change, but I do I mean maybe this is all hippie yaya yeah, yeah stuff, but I believe that we are we are here for a reason. And I feel like we do have a purpose and we have a gift. And I think that part of our life is kind of discovering what it is and, in learning how to share it. And I think that that's the work of like the servant. I think we're, you know, we're meant to serve. And I think that we're, we're meant to really discover what our gift is and to give it away. So yeah, I, I, I think that there's, I think there's that, but I, I, also think that the oh my gosh what is my purpose can sound a little bit like overwhelming to mm-hmm. your purpose i think can just be to love people mm-hmm. i think your purpose can be you know something something like that and then as your life shifts and changes it will be manifested <laughs> sorry
0: could you hear that burp? I didn't <laughs> As hear it. As I was talking. <laughs> okay. hear but you now so made us, us all listen out on to it. it. I tried to not, talk through it. You guys it. go back and just try and hear <laughs> that.
1: Right? But I think, you know, like, through different phases of your life, then that may that may look certain ways. And maybe you're volunteering at an orphanage, but the purpose is still to, like, share love.
0: Right Or whatever.
1: Or maybe you're in your child rearing years. And so you're, you feel like you're giving all this love to your kids. And then once your kids are out of the house, then you find a different avenue or different place to put this. But yeah, I,
0: I, I do believe, I do believe in purpose. Maybe it does change for people. Maybe people have a lot of purposes. I don't know. And I love what you said too, or I'm interested in what you said in terms of gifts. Right. So do you think a purpose and a gift are the same? I think your gift can help determine what your purpose is, maybe. Oh, cool. I like that. That's something to think about, anyway, for all you folks out there. But it's kind of hard to discover what our gifts are sometimes, don't you think? Like, as we're growing up and stuff. Um, Do you think that we rely on people to tell us
1: what our gifts are or do you think we discover them on our own like yeah good point you know
0: i think some i think both like some people let's say you're an artist you know and you're like you just are driven to to paint or draw and that's all you do paint draw paint draw paint draw and and maybe that's just enough that's just your gift you just have this drive i think some people are born with this like drive like even like inventors Don't you think like they're just like, I wonder how I tinker with this little piece of paper here or these bolts. And they're, it's almost like you see little kids like that that are just very like, they're just tinkerers. Yes. You know, I was never a tinkerer, but I've seen little kids that are tinkerers. And I'm like, oh, that they already sort of have a natural uh, propensity to tinkering or whatever. Um, And then maybe you are dependent, maybe depending on the person, dependent on someone sort of saying, wow, that's a really nice Lego thing you built. You know, sort of a reinforcement yeah. maybe yeah, exactly. of your gift.
1: And then you hear, ooh, this is something that I'm good at. Or, right. Or whatever. And then And then you kinda of run with it. Because like I think about okay, so I think about Huxley. I think Piper's gift right now is screaming, so we're not gonna we're gonna not, not gonna touch on hers yet. She's frustrated. <laughs> She's frustrated. She can't walk or talk, and I think it's very frustrating for her. But Huxley, like you know, I just see how how gifted she is with communication and her like empathy and all these things. But it's like, does she actually know that? Is that self realized? And I don't think it is for her. I think that's just who she is. So I don't know if she would identify that as like a gift, but I think people are gonna start telling her, Oh wow, you know, you're so good at this or this seems to come so naturally at you. Or, to yeah, her, or you're her. yeah. You're so oh, empathetic. Yeah, you're so thoughtful. And yeah. so maybe I wonder if those those things start to just kind of be like, oh, this is what everybody says that I'm good at. So this must be, you know, this must be true mm-hmm. about me. Mm-hmm. Which I wonder if that can pigeonhole us as well. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Very I don't know. Good. I think
1: it's interesting.
0: But so like what, for Huxley, even like, what if suddenly, but what if, what she, if she really to a, yeah. wants to be a scientist or something or a researcher and maybe not use social skills? Oh, sure. Some researchers work alone, but she has this sort of sudden, I mean, I don't know, but you often wonder like, will she think I should be doing something in the social sciences or with my social ability, but because everyone in my whole entire life has, has told me that I'm very good, good at, at, at it. that. But deep down, she's like, but I really love looking at blood cells. Or I really just want to be mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're not mean. You're nice. Yeah, you're nice. Yeah. Anyway, that's something to ponder, really. So I
1: had my... Um, I had... So I was listening to this podcast by... Um, someone I admire and respect a lot, Rachel Braithen, Um She's on Instagram as Yoga Girl. And she was talking about this astrology reading that she had. And I've had several astrology readings before. Um, The last one was like three and a half years ago, I had one done right when, um, Huxley was born. And so I hadn't h- had one done in a while, but I, after hearing hers, I was able to book like a 30 minute session with this like famous astrologist. It was the last 30 minute
0: session. Like, I don't think she even has any open no, I now. I keep going like, back. Where's Kaylee got the last one, but <laughs> there are other people, but Deborah, what's her last Silverman. name? Silverman. Oh, Deborah Silverman. So,
1: um, anyways, I got a 30 minute reading with her and we started talking and, <clears throat> One of the things she said to me, um, she, she like very fur, like right off the bat she said, okay, what happened in two thousand and thirteen? And I said, well, that's when my son was still born. And she said, yes, okay, got it. And she and we were talking and and we were talking about Ula and the work that I do with Ula. And she said, she said your chart, your chart could be very prone to depression. She said, but you aren't depressed because you have a really strong ability to talk your way out of depression or talk your way out of getting depressed. And I thought, oh, that's so interesting. And I was just thinking about like, you know, my relationships and what the work that that we do with Ula and so much of it is kind of like bringing that pain to the forefront and really looking at it and talking about it and, 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 and embodying it and dancing it and moving it through. And then she said to me, she said, what, she said like one of your, and now I'm so confused, did she say gift or purpose?
0: I don't remember now. Oh,
1: that's so interesting. Now I have them confused in my head. It might have been gift. I think she might have said one of your gifts. Yeah, maybe she said gifts. She said one of your gifts in this world, one of your greatest gifts is... <clears throat> She said, well, she was very, very fascinated that my name was Kaylee, which is named after the Hindu goddess Kali, which we've talked about on this podcast, which is... Kali. Kali, Kali. 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 Which is the goddess of um, death and destruction, but also of rebirth. And she said, how fascinating that your parents named you this. And she said, one of the greatest gifts is that you have the ability to take people's hands... And lead them directly into the fire and show them that hope lies directly on the other side of that fire, but they have to walk through it. And I thought that that was so interesting. And so then I was thinking about like my life and the work that I do, and um, how maybe that is my purpose. And maybe as my life, changes and as my, you know, as my career changes and, and, you know, whatever the path begins to wind and, and, and change, then maybe my career, career will be different. But I think that I will always be trying to find a way to help people like breathe into their fire and go to that place and realize that that is the way to find healing and to find hope, but you have to go head first into it. And to make it feel a little less scary. And I think that's what
0: we do with Ula, one of the things. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, well, what's my purpose, though? But um, I really just like making people happy. Mm. That's one of the things I love to make people. um, Mm -hmm. Maybe not happy, but to find what makes them feel good about themselves. Mm. To give them hope and... um, encouragement and to maybe dig down deep but to to help them um figure out and and celebrate why they're here at this time mm-hmm. on this planet
1: so do you so that i mean that kind of sounds similar to mine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why we work so
0: well together and we work closely together mm-hmm. you know yeah i feel and it might get more um more intense as I get older maybe I just think of my dad my dad definitely got more into like you know service like not just helping individuals but helping communities and helping larger groups you know help Mm -hmm. define themselves and and find their meaning on this planet at this time
1: yeah yeah um, do you think that this has always do you feel like this has always been your purpose? I mean, you are a mental health counselor, so mm-hmm. do you feel like that was a draw of why you did that, or do you but it's also in your family that you guys, like your sisters have this,
0: yeah, well, as well, and it's weird because when we were in Hawaii um, a few times ago, we were celebrating my great great grandfather, um, who's this old Hawaiian guy in Hawaii. yeah, and, and uh I had one of the old um, teachers come up, and they said, "You know, you come from a long line of mentors. Oh, they've cool. always you've all your family has always mentored people. Whether mm. and so it was this long history of me not even knowing that that was part of our history, our lineage. Yeah, and but you know just kind of felt called to do the work. Yes." But I was reading about some of this, like finding your purpose last night. And part of it is sort of through your community, like, and mm-hmm. also through your heritage, like kind of what you've learned. Right. Don't you think in a weird, in a, not in a oh, weird way, absolutely, but in a straightforward way.
1: Absolutely. Because I even think like, okay, um, I don't think I would have named this necessarily as my purpose had I not maybe heard from people how helpful it was. Very good
0: point. That's a very good point.
1: But that's why I'm coming back to that concept of we also maybe it's like the the feedback, but maybe it's just a social thing of people to say this is you are like this may be your gift. It's or in this the community. Is, it's yeah. It's in community that yeah. we find our purpose because right. we can't all be leaders and we can't all be followers and we can't all be the doctors and we can't you know we all. For a society and a community to really thrive, we all have to have these these different roles and these different purposes in the way that we serve, mm-hmm. in the way that our gifts manifest in our lives and in our societies, mm-hmm. in our communities, in our tribes. And I think that, um I, I think that there is this, this, I don't, I don't know if feedback's the right word, but there's this like, maybe response. There's Mm -hmm. this response. So we start to kind of like move towards that calling or whatever. And then we get that response. That's like, yes, activation, activation, activation. And I think when you feel things activate and you feel this energy and you feel this like, yes, like this, this is, this is right. This feels good. This Mm -hmm. is like,
0: you know, I'm on my path. Oh yeah. You're kind of, you're kind of offered a positive reinforcement, I guess, on that path too. Because of course, as we're growing up, you know, and I hope that we all have the opportunity, but I know not everybody does. In terms of trying on different paths, kind of like, is it through, you know, this way, or is it through that way, or is it through yeah. this way? And you start getting that feedback of like, well, this feels, but it's I feel good when you do this. Totally. So I mean, but what do you what
1: what do you think you would say for the people who are like, I've got to just pay the bills and feed my family. Like, I don't have the time or the money to explore. What this purpose? Maybe I feel like my purpose is to, you know, like work with dolphins. But you live in Ohio, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so part of it is like, how do we make sense of our lives? How do we understand our purpose, or or even give our have this space to explore what that means when our life feels so bogged down with responsibility and I think that so part of me is like is finding your purpose a privilege Mm, it kind of sounds that way a little bit but then my other question is okay so then what if we strip it away from career and job and can you find your purpose Regardless of your situation, which I think is a really fascinating thing because I could, if if this truly is my purpose is holding people's hands, walking them through the fire and showing that like hope is on the other side of that, that doesn't have to be a job. I could literally work at a desk. Mm -hmm. nine to five and be this person for my coworkers. be this person for my family like you know maybe do some volunteer work on the weekends or once my kids are grown you know have more time to do this stuff so I'm also curious about can do we have to get so stressed out or do we have to be so disappointed that we may not be like living our purpose because we are we are you know selling used cars right Right. Does that mean oh, the, like my life? My life is my life isn't what it could or should be. I'm not fulfilling my true purpose, my calling, because I'm selling used cars. I no offense. I, I'm sure that's a great job for some. people. I love used cars. You do. Way, I love. Some people. Love cars. I wouldn't
0: mind working at a car dealership. My sister loves cars. I hate I cars. Like cars I so love that's cars. my example. Um, I couldn't. I could not care less about cars. But you can email about it if you want. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bernice will go car shopping. She loves buying cars. <laughs> I think of the story. of... I'm the, disappointed in her car right now. <laughs> it's a very good car. It's huge, but I have to use it to tow boats for my husband's company. Okay, what are all the trucks for then? To tow own? many of the other boats that we okay. have. It's a very complicated business. It's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking about the story of the bus driver. Remember that story? Is a there's a bus driver? It's it's a true story. And he's, he's driving around, like, New York City, I think, and people are getting on the bus, and he can just feel that everyone's just super, mm. like, down. Yeah. So he puts out, like, a hat by the door or something, and as, and he says, hey, he's like, everyone, just, I just want you to pretend, just put your troubles in my hat. Oh, Just cute. put them in the hat. And everyone, in the beginning, everyone's like, oh, whatever. But people start getting into it. They start doing it. They start just going up there and pretending to put all their problems and troubles Imaginary in in, in his in hat, and then he drives down to the Hudson River, and he stops for one second. And he says, "You see this hat?" He's like, and he just threw it into the river, <laughs> and everybody cheered. Oh, cute! But there's a bus driver, yeah, making a difference in people's lives. Um, and this is the other thing I think for all of us to remember. I think we get confused about purpose. Maybe I do. I should own it, but that it it has to be great. You know, it has to be like then I must change the world with my new vaccine for depression or whatever it is. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like only then is my purpose truly manifested. Have I truly saved the world or whatever or made an impact?
1: Yeah. Made an impact. Made an impact. So
0: let's just remember that making an impact is, it can be very, very simple. Just Mm -hmm. like what you're saying, like whether it's talking to a little kid today and you see them doing something and you're like, Hey, You're really good at that, John. Right. And the little kid, you know that that stuff sticks with people. Or offering someone love and compassion, maybe if they look grumpy in the um, grocery line. Mm -hmm. All those little Mm -hmm. things, those little acts that we can do to um, manifest our purpose, if it is service or helping others. That it doesn't have to be on a grand scale. Do you think that there's any purpose that doesn't involve serving others? I don't know. I was asking myself that question, like, are there shallow purposes? Right. Like, could I have a, Could you know, could someone just be like, I just want to make a lot of money. Right. That's all. I just really, maybe they came from a very impoverished background sure. and they're like, this is just my goal. And I want to provide for my loved ones. I want, I want to I provide money.
1: I don't want to, I don't want anyone who I care about to be stressed about money. Exactly. Sure. So. But. <sighs> Now, how are they making this money? That's what I'm concerned about.
0: They work for a very wealthy nonprofit. There you go. (laughs) You know those, right, guys?
1: (laughs) Tons of them out there. A lot of money in the nonprofits. (laughs) People often ask, is Ula a nonprofit? Like, it should be.
0: I'm always like, no, it's for-profit. Gosh. Lots
1: and lots of profit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah,
1: I think... I think these are interesting questions because I think it is stressful, and I think people, um, people could, like equate their purpose to also the way that they make an income, mm-hmm. and I think that's where we can get into a little bit of trouble and confusion, and also judgment
0: and judgment. Very because good point. I may
1: able my I may look at somebody who you know works somewhere that I don't deem super impactful or beneficial for this world. And I may think, man, like, are you actually living up to your potential? Mm -hmm. Are you actually, have you pushed through the pain, pushed through the fire? Have you, you know, have you done the really hard work to get to a place where you're, you know, doing something that lights you up every day? And I think that's my bias a little bit. Because, I don't know, I have a really strong drive in me as well, but that, th- maybe that's tied into my purpose somehow, but maybe their purpose is, you know what, no, I am absolutely the best listener that I know, and everybody comes to me, my coworkers, my family, mm. my friends, my neighbors, mm-hmm. everybody comes to me when they need when they need someone to listen to them and to really be heard. And how is that any better than anything anybody else is doing? Are you kidding me? Who doesn't want to be heard? Truly, mm, truly heard everybody. You know, so I think it's I
0: think it's really like I don't know, this like find your purpose thing. It's it's an interesting deal. It is interesting. I was just thinking about my dad's friend. I might have told this story before, but you guys Tell us again have to Treat me with grace because I'm I love old. Papa's story. Let me tell the story again back from 1985. <laughs> um, he tells a story, you know, when I was younger, of course, trying to find my purpose, sure. my meaning in life. And, yeah. and I would often confuse it with success or yes. making money or, you know, mm-hmm. being the best CEO of something or other. Mm-hmm. And so he told the story. He's like, it was a friend of his who I knew as well who worked his whole life, and he was not born wealthy. He worked his way from the bottom, from like a salesperson on the floor, to eventually, as he got older, to become CEO of a huge, huge company in the United States. And at the time, as he's working his way up, he seems very happy. Mm. Like he's just very happy, making his way, he's getting in there, and he gets to the top. And there's a club that's one of the clubs in Hawaii where all the business people would go and have lunches. And when he was CEO, his table was just full of people, everyone talking to him and asking him questions. And he would give advice about, you know, how he made it to the top. And, um, and then my dad told me, he said, but, you know, after he retired, you'd go to the club and he'd just be sitting alone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No one would come to his table anymore. And he said, so you do think he's, you think he's, you know, lived out his purpose? Do you think he's happy now at the end of his life after he's worked all his way up that top? Mm-hmm. And I remember just thinking to myself, oh, uh-oh. Right. What happened? Like those relationships were only based on because he was... Powerful. Because he was powerful. And when he retired and kind of lost that power, nobody was interested anymore in him. Mm-hmm. So that was a really that's so that was yeah, a good for lesson for reminder. me. I was like, all, oh. He's like, right. so, you know, be careful what your purpose is and what your drive is. Be aware of, you know, what you're doing with it. What your motives are. Mm-hmm.
1: But I think that there is this humanness of, like, I don't know, of wanting to to feel that <clears throat> sense of success. And mm-hmm. so I think there's a fight in there. We've got a fight against, it's almost like, Fight against the um, the typical like what we what we hear to be good or what we because I don't think that's just like I think there's a societal standard of what it means to like to be successful uh-huh. and I think yes CEO lots of money top of your game like I think these are things that um,
0: as a society we rewarded. And maybe you can do that and build relationship on the way up. Don't you think your dad did? He did. Yeah. Your dad
1: is a perfect example of that. That's a very good point. After his death, years after his death, they're still celebrating him with ceremony and, you know, Mm -hmm. all the different things that still are happening in the, in the honor, in your dad's honor. Mm -hmm.
0: So he did work his way up. But he continued with his understanding of the relationship is the most important part. The relationship. And Mm -hmm. I think that is,
1: I mean, I I don't know, like, maybe this is too general of a statement, but isn't the most important human need to feel connection?
0: I think so. I mean, maybe not. Well, there's all this research on death and dying, you know, and people come to the end of their lives and they, you know, they interview them and it's like, you know, what was, what's the most important thing? They're just like relationships. And they're
1: like, I wish I would have worked less. I wish I mm-hmm. would have spent more time with my loved ones. And that's what
0: they talk about, their, their loved ones and the, the things they did together and their, the relationships they had.
1: Yes. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, we all want to be seen and heard. We want to be connected. We want, we want, we do, we want relationships. But somewhere along the line, we've been told that there are things that are more important than being a good listener, that are more important than, you know, giving giving love to our, you know, f- whatever, friends and family, mm-hmm. um, opening your door to the neighbor who needs a meal. Like, somewhere along the line, we've been told that that's really not enough mm-hmm. to live a successful or to live a meaningful life.
0: Yeah. Right? That's right. I think we lost, well, we sort of the... The Protestant work ethic and capitalism, you know, like we shall work, you know, till we die, and sure, we will, you know, you will make a lot if you can make a lot of money. Yes,
1: I think that's so great that you just mentioned that because I feel like you, when you do travel to other countries, especially good point, maybe not first world countries, you see that the importance really isn't on success.
0: No, like even in Mexico.
1: Much more family oriented. Oh my My goodness. Much more based on relationships. And they all
0: work together. And they're, at least where we were, you could see that it was sort of big, these big families all working together at this place. And just having, like they're working hard. Oh my gosh. I mean, you guys, we get coffee served. The
1: coffee's ready at 7 a.m. So whenever they need to open up the kitchen and get things started. And then whenever we're done ordering drinks at the end of the night, which could be Mm. midnight. Mm -hmm. I mean, whenever. They are all there for that entire time. And we are not the only... I mean, the day we left, we left at, you know, our latest group left at 10.30. They had another group coming in at noon. Noon. Full the whole resort was full again. Those people aren't taking breaks. No, but they're happy. But they're happy because they are working together. It's a family it's business. It's like
0: aunties and uncles. But I guess
1: even, and maybe I've traveled to more like third world countries than you because you're a fancy lady. Mm-hmm. But um, when, I've, when I've been in places like Cuba or Guatemala or Nepal, like these countries, there is a lot more leisure family time. Mm-hmm. And the importance of a big family meal mm. is 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 just really, really strong. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, I, I, when you look at, like, the happiness of different countries and when you look at, you know, um, as long as there's not, like, political unrest and as long as there's not, like, these big things happening. Civil unrest. Yeah, civil unrest for the most part. Like, those countries are pretty happy. Mm-hmm. And I think Americans are what? We're some of the loneliest people. Mm -hmm. We do have a high, high, high rate of depression,
0: don't Mm -hmm. we? Oh, yeah. We have a very high rate of depression and we have a high rate of suicide. Suicide and homicide. And a lot of homicides out there, I mean, I
1: don't necessarily believe that um, success needs to equate purpose. And I think that there's, you know, I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that all these are tied together, but I do find it interesting that um, I do find it interesting that we we've chosen that success and purpose are kind of tied together Somehow and that, intertwined that purpose has to be this grand thing. What is my purpose? I'm gonna like think about this and whatever, like, I don't know, I almost think it needs to become a little bit more basic, and then you just you open yourself up to that, and then your life will kind of continue to open the doors Mm -hmm. for you to share your gift what does um gosh glennon doyle just posted this on instagram and i had just seen this quote
0: oh yeah somewhere
1: else um can you say anything
0: while I find it? I forget. I just read well, I that right quote now. too for about that Glennon said. She says, you can't miss your boat. It's yours. It
1: stays docked till you're ready. The only boat you can miss is someone else's. Let them have theirs while you wait for yours. And I
0: just love Aww. that. Is that the
1: one you were thinking? No, of? I was
0: thinking of a different one. Oh, <laughs>
1: that's funny. But. I like that because I think we also at least for me, I get in this like um this feeling of like fear or insecurity or like I have to make this happen right now or the opportunity is gonna pass. It's gonna be done. But I think that's fear-based living and I'm owning that right now. Like mm-hmm. I think that is my fear talking and my fear of not 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 being successful enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if I'm actually, if this is my purpose, and I'm doing the work, and I'm actually doing it, then why, why, why does it, you know? You're pretty successful then, I would then say. Then I need to deem that as successful. Exactly. And I'm trying, like, there's definitely a part of me that's like, yeah, but if we had 10,000 instructors, or we you know, all, oh, all yeah. these thoughts that mm-hmm. go through my the head. The number quantifying, The number. Mm-hmm. But again, I think that's being a product of this society that tells us that's where the value lies.
0: Exactly. Right. <sighs> And it just leaves us sort of unhappy too, you know, that you're never, you never sit back and just totally, go, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. Like, like our class today. I'm so grateful for that wonderful class. Oh, that was a good class. To have all the beautiful energy in that class and that sharing. I do feel it's just mutual sharing of each other's stories and feelings and release and letting people go out the door and... Just a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just a little bit. And so it's like, oh, that's a good day. That's a good day like right a there. a lot of people don't get to have that opportunity. That's a good day right that's there. That's a good day. And that's enough. And that should be enough. Exactly. Like if someone said today that you're going to die in an hour, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, I, I had a good day. I did. I, I had, had a good, good day.
1: day. I had a good day. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, I think for people who want to make change, I think that it feels really hard when you don't have the numbers behind it though. You know, Mm -hmm. does that make sense? Yes. Because now I'm trying to think about things that
0: do require a large scale. Well, because we're thinking in terms of business. No, even just social change. Oh, social change, yeah. Social change. Like, Although, remember, social change starts with small numbers. It does. And slowly builds up to big numbers, if, if you're lucky. You know that, because of the pebble in the pond theory. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I think, ultimately, we need to stay connected to that gift. We need... I think it, it requires time, and I think it requires, requires energy to really... um to really be open and aware to noticing that feeling of when you feel don't don't you think you get a don't you get a response from your body or from like when you are like yes i am doing I am, this this feels right, this is what I'm meant to be doing, this yes. is where I should be. Mm-hmm. Don't you think we get responses if we're actually listening? Oh, I think
0: so, for sure. For sure, that's intuitive,
1: right? But I feel like sometimes we, but I, I guess what I'm asking is that we all kind of stay open to that feeling, because mm-hmm. if we all commit to doing our tiny, small, little one out of seven billion part then I think huge things can happen. But Mm -hmm. I I sometimes think that people just shut down to it because they're like, you know what? My job sucks. My living situation sucks. I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm disconnected. I'm just going to disconnect from it because it feels easier to just, numb out or to almost forget about the dream because right now from this this vantage point, it feels so impossible to get there. And I'm tired. And I'm so I'm just tired. just darn tired. So don't you think then people kind of like just kind of check out a little oh, bit? Oh yeah,
0: for sure. And so I think we should all just make sure that we're still like... Sh- tuning in yeah and we have to offer ourselves grace of course when we are tired or whatever. we also have to do the work but we have to do the work so that it's that balance of grace and understanding and like okay so you're tired today i get that this is a lot you know you have you're paying your bills you're feeding your kids what you know whatever it is that you're doing in your life and you're tired but recognize that offer yourself grace and peace and then hopefully the next day you know you realize Today, I maybe have a little bit more energy. Maybe today I will smile at the grocery clerk or mm-hmm. say something kind to someone in the checkout line or, you know, whatever it is, however you offer that love to each other.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I do think, I do, somebody please tell me that I'm wrong here or, or show me a different way to see this. But I have a feeling in this moment that our, our purpose has to do with
0: Um, like relationships, Mm -hmm. building relationships, maintaining relationships.
1: Yeah. And just, and relationships with one another, relationships with the earth. Yes. Relationships. Like we cannot, isolation does not, it, it doesn't bring happiness.
0: Well, and we're not isolated. You know, unfortunately we're animals on a planet Mm -hmm. And the planet is part of a solar system, which is part of a galaxy, which is part of a universe. That you know, we we tend to we tend to fool ourselves into thinking like it's autonomous. I'm a yeah, I'm alone. It's like no, no, island, (laughs) but we're not. We're all very, very interconnected. Yeah. So you if, if
1: your purpose that day or your gift that day can just be making someone else's day a little bit easier, a little bit lighter, a little bit more loving, like that has to be, that has to count for something. And that has to be enough. And that has to be enough. Yeah. But you're right. The little pebble analogy, man, if we just focus on that. Yes. Especially when it feels difficult, especially when it's the The stranger we don't understand. If we can offer that compassion and that love, and you know, we always say the word um, curiosity. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of a word we've been using a lot. Is just bring a sense of curiosity to this situation. Um, that TED Talk. That hey Erin, if you're listening, Great that TED she talk. shared. The woman I can't remember her name in this moment, but the word she used was wonder. Bring a sense of wonder. And we always say bring a sense of curiosity, but I think that's so true. Like mm-hmm. we don't know everything.
0: We don't know everyone's we, story. We, don't we just know, know our story. And our story, we don't know sometimes yeah. very well either. <laughs> so when someone's yelling at you or when you think someone doesn't like you or there's some negativity, just understand that they too have their own story Absolutely. and where they're coming from. You know, and sometimes it's even harder with the people's, people closest to us sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like my mother, you know. Why doesn't she get me? It's like, well, just but think about her story mm-hmm. and her mother's story and her mother-mother's story, this continuing lineage of story that's passed down, even in terms of, you know, as the TED Talk, in terms of hate and hate crimes, understanding the story of these people offers tremendous amount of compassion for for the other, which is uh, difficult to do, but offers, um, I think, truly the, the gift to peace yes Mm -hmm. if we can teach each other that again if we want something we have to model it Mm -hmm. we have to Um, that's how we learn as humans we're social creatures so I'm like what's Kaylee doing oh she's not getting upset at that person but Mm. how is she doing that Mm -hmm. oh yeah good point Mm -hmm. so continue to be curious continue to you know gently ask yourself what is your purpose if you're if you're in line with that in your life. Can you find it in those small moments? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have
1: to be your career. It does not have to it be Doesn't have to bring you money. Mm-mm. No. You know, if it can it just can, be the way that you interact to. with the people around you, like I think that needs to be enough. And mm-hmm. I think we need to start shifting this like this this idea around it. Mm-hmm. I agree. So
0: anyway. Anywho's I'm out of thoughts. We love we love you guys. We love all your input. You've been so, so supportive on this podcast. Journey. We love hearing from you. Yeah. We love hearing
1: from you. So um you can Add your thoughts in the in the ratings. You can start up a new conversation in the Ula community page on Facebook. You can share the podcast on your personal pages and invite your friends to join the conversation. Um, just we we love hearing from you guys so much.
0: So thanks for listening. We love you guys. We love learning from you and learning with you. Absolutely.
1: Mwah mwah.
0: <laughs> It is. I make that same mistake where I confuse purpose kind of with my career. Oh, there it is. There's my career.
1: It's calling you. My career
0: is calling me. Come on in.
1: No, don't leave. No. Okay. (laughs)